Good morning, church, and happy Mother's Day. I have struggled and pray over what is something worth sharing with you this morning. Something valuable and worth of your time this particular season in which I find myself, and I'm sure you do the same, recognizing how different things look like right now from the idea of how things should look like. And I thought about this passage as I was doing that from Romans chapter 13, verse 7. And this passage reads in this way, Give to everyone what you owe them. If you owe taxes, pay taxes. If revenue, then revenue. If respect, then respect. If honor, then honor. A Christian ought to give everyone what he owes. This passage literally means repay everyone his dues, whether material things like taxes and revenue, but also untangible things like respect and honor, which will be the part that concern us this morning. I thought about this because our current situation, like I said, that we have to go beyond shallow sentimentality or even force appreciation to a deeper reflection on what good mothers do for their children and how children should respond to them in their effort. I want to make sure to encourage all of the mothers who are hearing this message today. Mom, when you are swamped in dirty diapers, spill oatmeal, homeschooling multiple grades, juggling math, chemistry, and PE, and then even bedtime stories, I am sure it is so easy to feel overwhelmed by motherhood. So much so that there is no time left to think about what do you want for your children or from them when they are grown. So let's do a pause, a sell moment, if you will, a time to reflect on motherhood. Did you know that the first time that the word mother is mentioned in the Bible is in reference to the time when a child leaves home? Genesis chapter 2 verse 24 says, these explain why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. Of course, the subject of this text is the celebration of marriage, not the grief of the empty nest. Nevertheless, motherhood is never mentioned until this verse. I suppose that at this point, I could say things like, enjoy your children while you have them, because they will be gone soon. Now, I'm not going to do that. Instead, I would like to explore these two questions. What do mothers want from their children? Question number one. And what do they want from their children? Question number two. So question number one, what do mothers want from their children? I know this question may be answered in many ways depending on expectations and personal realities. However, as a church, the best way we can go about this question is through the lenses of the Bible. And what better 
passage, at least I thought, to answer this question, the second Timothy chapter 1, verses 3 to 5. Timothy, I thank God for you, the God I serve with a clear conscience, just as my ancestors did, night and day I constantly remember you in my prayers. I long to see you again, for I remember your tears as we part. And I will be filled with joy when we are together again. This part of the text is talking about the relationship that is between Timothy and Paul. But then, then verse 5 continues and it says, And I remember your genuine faith, for you share the faith that first filled your grandmother, Lois. Can you fill up the blank with the name of your grandmother? And your mother, Eunice, can you fill up the blank with the name of your mom? And I know that same faith continue strong in you. From the time the nurse hands you that messy bundle of joy in the hospital, one thing is for certain, there will be a time when your children will leave home. They will become students, Husbands, wives, doctors, lawyers, teachers, professors, nurses, fighter, fighter, anything that you can think of. That is the circle of life. So the legacy that you are instilling in them is the most important thing you can do. All those other things that I mentioned that they can become are important, but they are not the most important thing. Especially now that we are around them 24-7, we cannot play the card, do as I say and not as I do. As you know, children learn more than the way they see us acting than the words that come out of our, our mouth. So we are in the midst of a great opportunity here. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6 reads, Start children off on the way they should go, and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. So as I say at the beginning of this message, the one thing I want to do this morning is to encourage the moms who are watching. And I want you to hear me loud and clear. Mom, your work matters. Did you hear me? Your work matters. Your role as a mom cannot be replaced by all the knowledge in the world. No matter the season of motherhood in which you are, the relationship remains the same. It is only reshaped by the different circumstances and the stages of life. You are a mom if your children are 5 or 45. So just hear me say this one more. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you in this task. So be encouraged. Question number one. What do mothers want from their children? Obviously, at this point, I'm not talking to moms anymore. So I thought about this other story or this other passage uh, to make this point. Coming from 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 20, 
when the prophet Elijah was called to the ministry as a servant of the prophet Elijah. So Elijah went and found Elijah, son of Shaphat, plowing a field. There were 12 teams of oxen in the field, and Elijah was plowing with the 12 team. Elijah went over to him and threw his cloak over to his shoulders as a sign of ordination more than anointing. And then walk away. Elijah left the oxen standing there, ran after Elijah and said to him, First, let me go and kiss my father and mother goodbye, and then I will go with you. Did you catch these two things in this passage? Love and respect. Proverbs 23 verse 22 says, Listen to your father who gave you life. And do not despite your mother when she is old. Moreover, Ephesians chapter 6 verse 2 says, Honor your father and your mother. So let me recap these things for you in order to answer this second question. What does mothers want from their children? They want to be loved. They want to be honored and respected. With everything they've done, they've earned that from us. And when we love and respect something, we have absolutely no problem giving and investing of our time with them. Your mother wants your time. She's earned it. Whether you are still living at home or you are all grown up, if she is still alive, you need to give her of your time. I will finish with this. On a day like today, the real meaning of Mother's Day can be lost in concerns of the current situation. However, just remember what do they want from you. They want your time, they want to feel love, and they want to be respected. That's all. Perhaps the best Mother's Day gift you could give to her is to let her know that because of her example, it is easy for you to follow Jesus. Then give her some of your time, show her how much you love, and respect her. I know that some of you may not experience motherhood in this way, meaning loving and in a caring way. But I am sure there is a figure in your life that played this role. Maybe an aunt, maybe a grandmother, maybe even a friend. So today I want to encourage you to, spend, to look for this person, spend some time with them, and let them know how much you love them and how much you respect the effort that they put, all the sacrifice to get you where you are. Mommy, te quiero mucho. Feliz Día de las Madres. Gracias por todo el trabajo y esfuerzo que pusiste para que yo esté aquí hoy. Happy Mother's Day again. Thank you for all your work and sacrifice. There are many, many verses in the Bible in which God makes a reference of himself as a mother. And I think this is the greatest tribute a mother can receive to see God conveying his love 
and compassion using the image of a mother. This morning, as I was getting ready to come and preach this sermon, I went over and I got these roses, thinking of all of you who cannot be here with us. But these roses are for you to say thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for the time that you have invested in our lives. Death could not hold